Hi, with Ainsley Boyan, and this is the weekly wrap on this day, the 17th of February 2017. Australian dollars, gold are sitting at 16.10 and silver at $23.53, with the Aussie dollar at 77. So we saw gold down due purely to the stronger Aussie dollar, spot being up in US dollars, but silver again still stronger this week, despite the stronger Aussie dollar. Not surprisingly, then, the gold silver ratio continued its downward trend, now sitting at 68.4. All eyes were again on the US Fed this week with Yellen's semi-annual monetary policy te- testimony before Congress Tuesday night our time. The market read her comments as hawkish and the odds of a March rate hike rose to 36% whilst bank shares, the US dollar and bond yields all surged. A key phrase noted by analysts was, waiting too long to hike is unwise, in reference to the sky-high stock valuations and rising inflation levels. Gold initially took a hit on the news but only after a front-running rally and ended the night essentially unchanged despite the high US dollar. Whilst declining to indicate when the next rate hike would be, she stressed every meeting is live and it will depend on economic data, not speculation of Trump's fiscal policy. Odds for a May hike rose to 53% and June 75%. In direct reference to Trump's policies, both fiscal and trade, she said, and I quote, considerable uncertainty attends the economic outlook. The sooner than later case for the rate hike spiked on release of the inflation figures up afterwards. CPI came in well ahead of expectations and its fastest pace since 2013. Core CPI hit 2.3% against 2.1% expected and well above the Fed's target of 2 And the headline year-on-year was up 2.5%, the most since March 2012. The market, however, seemed to forget that we have uh, what we have reported previously, where real average weekly earnings plunged by 0.6% year-on-year, the biggest wage collapse since November 2011, and even more concerning against such rising inflation. A very stagflationary setup indeed. But the market didn't care, and odds of a March rate Uh, hike rose again to 44% Wednesday night. To be fair, that was bolstered by much stronger than expected retail sales figures, likely more fuelled by Trump optimism than reality, and more than likely debt funded. US consumers started off 2017 with a bang, with headline retail sales jumping 0.4% in the month, well above the 1.1% expected, and the year-on-year figure of 5.6% is the biggest annual increase in nearly five years since early 2012. It wasn't enough to excite the savvy Atlanta Fed, though, who yet again cut their Q1 GDP estimate to 2.2% from last week's also downwardly revised 2.7%. Housing disappointed again with the NAHB Housing Market Index printing 65 against 67 expected, and MBA mortgage applications fell 3.7% and likewise purchases fell 4.5%. There were more signs of distress too when for the first time since early 2013 mortgage delinquencies rose in Q4 of 2016, jumping from 4.5% to 4.8, the biggest jump since Q1 2010 and coinciding with the rise in interest rates we discussed yesterday. US industrial production fell 0.3% in January, the biggest drop since March 2016. Countering that hard data, we saw more encouraging, albeit soft data, with the February Empire Fed Manufacturing Index surging to its highest since September 2014. However, it was led by prices paid, adding to inflationary pressures, and the hope component saw its biggest drop in over a year. We also saw the University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment printing a disappointing 95.7 in February versus 98 expected and down from 98.5 in January. And again, it was the hope component that saw the biggest drop. But all that became irrelevant to the market when on Wednesday night, our time, 
Donald mentioned the T word again, saying, and I quote, tax reform is one of the best opportunities to really impact our economy. So we're doing a massive tax plan that's coming along really well. So of course the Dow surged to 20,600, but, and this is a bigger but than Kim Kardashian, gold held strong. There's a real bet each way thing going on here as both shares and gold climbed together. Over to Europe and the markets became even more jittery uh, during the week as Marine Le Pen continued to improve in the polls. Last night's latest IFOP poll had Le Pen at 26%, Macron at 19.5% and Filon at 18.5%. Many will remember in 2013 when Germany first tried to repatriate their gold reserves held in the US and the very telling and concerning response of the US at the time that it would take several years when logistically it could happen in a weekend if one truly had it all available and not rehypothecated. Well, only three years on and the world's second biggest stockpile of gold is back in their hands, well ahead of the agreed 2020 target. Finally at home, remember those incredibly awesome employment figures in October and November last year? Well, Treasury Secretary John Fraser admitted on Wednesday during his testimony to a parliamentary committee that due to technical errors, though those numbers were, just as the media lauded at the time, overstated. Well, yesterday we saw the January figures and whilst the unemployment rate fell slightly from 5.8 to 5.7%, with an increase of 13,500 jobs, it was all part-time, as full-time jobs actually fell by 44,800. The last year has seen 129,800 more people working part-time and 40,100 fewer people working full-time. The Australian dollar surged even higher, however, on the headline rate drop news, hitting 77.6 before coming back to 77 last night. We'll catch you uh, next week and remember, balance your wealth in an unbalanced world.